The Big Light presents Hello, I'm Sean McDonald. You're listening to Blethered, and my guest is Senior Debt Advisor Tommy Gallagher from Don't Fret About Debt. discuss the social stigma around debt and the stresses that come with carrying around the weight of that on your own. Tommy explains the solutions available to people struggling with debt and how you can take three simple steps to stop paying more than you can afford and relieve pressure from creditors. And we discuss the reasons people fall into debt in the first place, including high-interest payday loan companies and buy-now-pay-later schemes from online clothing brands. Debt can affect people from all walks of life, but it's rarely spoken about due to the element of shame associated with it. This conversation unpacks that and more. For free, impartial debt advice tailored to your specific needs, get in touch with Tommy or visit don'tfretaboutdebt.net. But before you do, listen to this episode and make up your own mind. Weathered is written, recorded and produced by me and me alone, and it's grown through word of mouth, so if you enjoy this episode, feel free to share it. It's a great help. Cheers. So a recent survey has found that young Scots can't sleep because of money worries caused by the pandemic. Many young adults have racked up debts over the last year due to lockdown as unemployment climbs. And I think that's something that was already a bit of a problem. So a survey of more than a 1,000 Scots carried out this month found that 55% of those aged 16 to 34 are worried about their personal finances, with 60% saying it's negatively impacted on their mental health. As introduced, I'm joined by Tommy. Tommy, how are you doing, mate? Um, I'm magic, thanks, Sean. Thanks very much for coming. Now, obviously, you're the expert in this, so we're, we're going to talk about these things. First of all, I mean, tell me a wee bit about your job so people understand just exactly why you're on here and why I'm asking you. Um, so I've worked in insolvency for uh, just over 10 years. I've been a, a debt counsellor for about eight of those years. Um, so my job is really just to um, speak to people in the first instance who are having these money worries, people who are up at night mm. worrying about that. So I'm the kind of first protocol for them to to speak to, to get an idea of what's what's causing the worries, um, what, what their kind of financial position is, what it is that's maybe triggered that and, and what we can do to to fix that what their options are to, to deal mm-hmm. with that so so in case anybody's not aware there's this thing in a book called covid and it's <laughs> exacerbated and amplified pretty much everything that's going on in the world but let's take a wee look previous or prior to that before we'd even heard the the term coronavirus what kind of things were you dealing with in your work what kind of people were coming to you what kind of issues were, were, were people facing well I, I mean i think generally we, we used i mean the entire time we've done this, you would get uh, inquiries through websites or through you know, a text or whatever. These these inquiries were coming through at like two, three in the morning. It was mm-hmm. clear that people were always this is always a thing where people were lying in bed at night, um, on their phone googling debt solutions. Mm-hmm. Generally, probably lying beside their partner who they've not spoken to, who they they won't talk about it, and they don't have they haven't got MD to talk about um, to it about. So that was always a case. People people losing sleep over it, I think, was always. Um, was always a, a a factor. Um, now, obviously, with COVID, I think it's maybe generally it, people when they come to get debt advice, it's, they're they're trundling along okay. They're maybe managing, they're paying their minimum payments, and mm-hmm. they don't see it as a problem debt. But all it takes is for 
uh, a kind of income shock, whether it's even if it's just overtime stopped at work or uh, separation from their partner or a period of ill health, or whatever it is, and all it takes is for you just to be knocked off of that path for for maybe a couple of months, mm-hmm. and then you realise actually I'm I'm about two three paydays away from falling off the edge here. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm just trundling. Along. I'm not quite um, getting anywhere, um, and I think COVID because of furlough and because of you know people taking reduced salaries or because they haven't been able to get to work at all uh, that's when it's kind of brought to light where they thought mm-hmm. I, i'm not quite as well off as i thought not not well off but i'm not quite as comfortable as i maybe thought you know mm-hmm. and, and that's what they're worrying about or maybe they're thinking just now you know um i'm kind of I'm, I'm kind of doing all right just now without having to go out you know i'm, I'm in the house and I, i'm not spending going to the pub i'm not going to the cinema I'm out for the restaurants i'm mm-hmm. actually doing okay but they're starting to think see when this opens up i don't know how i'm going to be able to get back to that i don't know how i'm going to be able to put petrol in the car yeah you know on the money i'm on if it, even if you, you've not had to take a pay cut just now you might be thinking i i, I don't know if i can go back to that lifestyle i don't mm-hmm. think i can pick up again and, and clear whatever it is i've got credit cards and loans and stuff like that so so let, let's we'll, we'll look at various i mean i've got so many questions um and i'm kind of scrambling for where to start yeah i mean first of all the type of people that come to you and the type the types of debt because basically i want to for, for this conversation i want to kind of feel as if i'm representing um, like Everybody. various different scenarios so that somebody doesn't listen and think oh well, that doesn't apply to me mm-hmm. i mean would you agree that across the board uh, no matter what level of debt that you're struggling with whether it be way into the millions mm-hmm. or whether it's hundreds or thousands yeah. that it's there, all manageable there, there's no so there's, there's, there's solutions is what i should yeah, say there's no um there's no template for this is a person who would struggle with debt yeah you know a problem debt is just a, a debt that has become unmanageable so a thousand pound overdraft could be a problem debt. if you lose mm-hmm. your job a thousand pound overdraft is a problem you, can, yeah. you can't pay that if you if you're working in the oil and gas industry and you're earning 70 80 grand a year or something like that and you have you know, tens of thousands of pounds worth of credit card. If you if the oil and gas industry shuts down for a, for a mm-hmm. few months, then that becomes a problem. So yeah. it's the same thing. That person's in the exact same boat as the person that's working eight hours in a supermarket who can't pay their overdraft. You know, the two people are the exact same. You know, they, mm-hmm. they need that help. They're going to have to. Um, they're going to have to. So there's no, there isn't a case of, um, there isn't a a, a, a a certain person or it's just anyone who has any, and, and debts don't even need to be credit cards and loans. It can be, you know, you can have somebody who's a, who runs a hedge fund and puts his kids through private school. Now, if a whole bunch of guys on Reddit gang up and sink your hedge fund and suddenly <laughs> you've got no money, then you can't pay your private school fees. That mm. becomes a debt. So you mm. might have went through your life, I don't believe in debt, I have credit cards and loans and stuff like that. But if your income stops, you can't pay your mortgage and your council tax and your kids' private school fees, then you are now in debt. You mm-hmm. are now the keep it. So for for all that you th- thought you would never be in that position, you now are. So I'm speaking to you as well. So, so it's something that can happen to anybody. Anybody, I mean, yeah. So yeah. then let's talk about the... And I have to apologise to the person listening if they feel there's, there's little to no structure here and I'm just darting about. But it, I would kind of like to just do it this way and just have yeah. this conversation because... There's no point in me going through a sort of structure of normally with an interview, I know exactly where it's going and I can then predict it. But yeah. with this, I can't really predict. Yeah. So, I, I mean, it can happen to anybody. You can be, you can be a multimillionaire. You can have, you, know, you can be working in a, in a sort of standard job. Let's then talk about the the shame element or the shame aspect because when I tweeted about it this week, saying I'm convinced that debt stress is the root cause of so many suicides but Mm -hmm. you never hear about it there's a sort of taboo there's an embarrassment element i mean what obviously we we won't be um revealing any details but i mean what is a 
of course, there's not a typical, but what is the sort of standard? What's it? I don't know what I'm trying to say. Do you know what I'm, no, kind of, I, I, I'm getting at? Yeah, I mean, the, the problem is quite often when I, when I speak to people who have had um, kind of mental health issues, it's, it's hard to get an idea whether generally debt is always a kind of, it's almost like background radiation. You mm. know, whether if somebody has a gambling problem, there's debt that's tied into it. If they've got an alcohol problem, there's probably debt tied into it. Now, whether the debt caused them to be drinking more or mm-hmm. caused them to, to have a gambling issue or whether the, gamble, the the debt was a result of the gambling issue, you never really know. Um, and uh, I mean, I haven't, I, generally I don't get people phone up who are who are at the point of being suicidal or anything, but they will say, listen, I was at that stage, mm-hmm. you know, a couple of months ago, I've had help since then or I've had to read and it's taken me a bit of time to, to speak to, but they, ha- they have, you know, said that I'd be better off not being here, which is ridiculous. I mean, it's never, I mean, obviously, it's never a, 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 it's never a reason to, to, to go down that route, mm. certainly as far as debt's concerned. I mean, it's just money. It's just numbers on a screen. It's... That's such a good point. I, I said in an interview, God, it must have been about a year and a half ago, and interviewed someone who had that really bad gambling addiction, and his debt was really high, and he then, there is a sort of, and it's understandable, I'm not sitting here saying, why is that? That's ridiculous. Of course, I understand there is a, Oh, what's what's the term I'm looking for? I don't know a status association with whether you've got debt or not, or how mm-hmm. much yeah, mon- how much absolutely. money you have. But the point I was making was, it's sort of something that's not really existed for that long in the grand scheme of human existence on this planet. And if you were to go back five hundred years and say to somebody, "Oh, well, you've got it's an English thing, and you've got a county court judgment against you, and um, you've got X amount of debt they'd be like the fuck are you talking with me I'm just a peasant that works in a field <laughs> so it's not really like a, yeah, yeah. it's not really fundamental to your character but people make that association um, and, and I, I can then I suppose lead you into a mad spiral it's the fact that people don't talk about it nobody ever ever talks about it folk down the pub guys down the pub or women down the pub whatever are more likely to talk about they'll, they'll tell a friend if they're having an affair Mm-hmm. I mean, which should be more taboo, surely, than <laughs> having a credit card. But you're, there's almost a maybe not a pride element in, in doing that, but maybe it's just a wee secret or something, or you want some advice because you think, mm. right, God, I've, I've, I've went and slept with some guy at a Christmas party or something like that, and you're, you're needing some advice, and then she goes and tells all her pals and your marriage falls apart anyway. But nobody's ever going to say, look, mate, I'm up to my eyeballs in it. Like, mm. I'm really, really struggling. You know, I've, it, and a lot of that's, I think a lot of that's down to, particularly now, you know, when I, when I first got into insolvency about 10 years ago, uh, it was just after the, the kind of the first credit crunch, really. I mean, you spoke to people then. If you spoke to somebody that had debt, uh, it was like 15 grand a day, they could generally tell you where that money went. They could probably point to it and say, look, see, be honest, I just I bought myself a motor and I'd done up the house. And, and there's almost not, not a pride element, but they can kind of see what, you know, that's what happened with uh, there's, it. There's sort of tangible things. Yeah, there's tangible So they can say, right, this is what I've done with it. And you can kind of... A, a, agree where it came from whereas now since then since the kind of you know, responsible lending came in and things like that and obviously we're recession after recession and um people not being uh people's salaries not being increased in line with um inflation and things like that, that, that actually now debts are generally people are using credit cards just to live off of people mm-hmm. are just buying shopping they're feeding the kids they're putting petrol in the water so you'll have people that are sitting there that have maybe got good jobs that are sitting you know 30 grand a year maybe and, mm-hmm. kind of, and they're thinking i should be all right i, I you know I, i've got nothing to show for it i've got 15 grand i've got 20 grand a debt and you think why am i not i, I don't understand how i'm not all right and you don't want to say to somebody because it yeah. sounds like a failure because they'll be like well i thought you were a project manager for whatever a project manager is for some company whatever, I thought you would... whatever Andy does <laughs> <laughs> so uh, hi so um, uh, you know you, you think well you're, you're doing alright you've got a wife and kids in a house and you've got a car with a you know a, a badge on it so mm-hmm. how 
how are you, how are you struggling? I don't know. And I think that is the shame element. You think you don't want to because you think everybody else seems to be doing all right. I go on Instagram and everybody seems to be doing fine. Everybody's living the ideal mm-hmm. life because that's what you project on social media is this is my idea. So you look at your, you're sitting there miserable. You look at your all your pals on Instagram and they seem to be living the ideal life and you've got no idea that actually they're probably sitting the same thing going, we mm-hmm. are we are about two paydays away from disaster here. And because nobody will talk about uh, it. So. Th- social media, it's such an easy um, route to go down uh, and it's sort of an easy trope to regurgitate, but social media probably does pay, play a does. huge part, doesn't it? Yeah, and I know you'd... I know, a lot of your kind of earlier podcast that was a that was a theme and it is but it is it mm-hmm. is accurate that's it you i mean you're you know you're, you're seeing even just now you know people put a picture on oh here's me home learning it's the two kids are sitting in their ideal their hair's all done and they're sitting with like polo shirts and jeans and shoes and you're looking at your wings and like ones and jammies and the other ones just run about naked you know <laughs> drawn in the walls you think what have i done with my life it's no it's just they've taken half an hour to tart up their wings for an instagram photo Aye. you know and that's that's a, what they're projecting so you just scale that up to like people who are taking the photos and there's nothing wrong with having a, a fancy obviously listen if you're doing well get a fancy car and even if you're not doing well then that, treat yourself but there mm. is that you know having a cheeky mcdonald's and you're holding the cup but actually you're taking a photo of the Guy, audi badge on your, re- on your <laughs> yeah. that's what you're really taking a photo of um i, I mean there's probably a, a far more deep-rooted thing of trying to project to uh, to mask your own your own feelings it's, well, I think not it, your own feelings that's the no, worst not, i didn't not, mean that not feelings I, but it is just to but it's to fit in, isn't it? It's just, mm-hmm. it's just to. Um, it's, Are we it's just, saying like, like I'm doing all right as well? Right, I've got an Instagram actually. There's nothing on it. I'd better go and find. So even like, so I, I put a picture on the other day, and and I, I wasn't conscious of. It. I was thinking of it this morning. I, I, I got, um, I bought myself a coffee machine, right? A wee espresso machine thing, hundred quid, wasn't it? It's no extravagance. Got it for my birthday. Uh, I made a coffee the other day. I drew a wee willy on the on the coffee with the cream mm-hmm. and I thought oh, that's quite a funny picture and I took it on Instagram but I took a photo with the coffee machine in the background clearly kind of showing off I've bought myself a coffee machine so I'm just as bad and you just buy into it because you think mm. I can't just put a picture of a cup of coffee on Instagram I need to tart this up and make it <laughs> make it display and then my brother-in-law was saying oh check you middle class with your coffee machine that wasn't really what I was going for but I can understand why yeah. people will look at that We're and see all, that you're but, all susceptible to it I suppose um so there is a there's a societal expectation, I suppose, to to have certain things or to to have a perceived sort of level of affluence. When that starts to go wrong, people start to bury their head in the sand, don't they? You just don't want to acknowledge mm-hmm. it, or you maybe just maybe people are actually just paying this minimum payment, not realizing that it could actually be far more manageable. So correct me if I'm wrong at any point. So I do have very basic or limited experience working in personal insolvency for year. I mean, I stopped doing that like eight years ago. But to my memory, uh, a sort of basic definition is you legally can o- should only pay back what you can afford. Companies can within law, once you've obviously go, down, go through the proper channels, you can stop them from harassing you, sending mm-hmm. you letters. Because that's probably what causes the most stress. And there's no doubt that there's somebody who's listening to this and thinking, that's me. I can't sleep because I'm worrying about where's this coming from. And they're demanding and they're texting and they're emailing. You can make all that stop. Mm-hmm. Talk me through the, the, the options that are available to people well, in order to do that. Well, I mean, first of all, before we get to that, the initial, so when I'm initially speaking to somebody, first thing to do is kind of just, let's get an idea of your budget. Let's get an idea of what you've got coming around, where that's going. Mm-hmm. And that's when you generally get an idea of, of where the, and, and quite often they won't know there is a problem, but there's a, lot of, there's, a, there's a difference. People kind of see a difference between having debt and being in debt. You know what I mean? They're like, well, I have debt, but I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not in debt. And you think, oh, you are in debt if you've got debt. But they're like, oh, I've never missed a payment. 
that doesn't mean you're no in debt. Uh-huh, it just yeah. means you've no you've, you've never missed a payment. So you know you go through a budget with somebody and you say right here's your income whatever fifteen hundred pound a month or something. You say right what's your rent, mortgage, whatever council tax, blah blah blah. And you build it down, and that's fine. What you paying in shop? Oh, I'm only about forty quid a week. And it's not till you look at it and you say right, and then the rest of it's all going. So they've got maybe. 400 quid left and the rest it's all going to paying credit cards and loans and you think there's nothing I haven't even touched your budget for what are you doing for Christmas you've got two kids there's mm-hmm. nothing in your budget for Christmas there's nothing in your budget for hobbies you've not got haircuts there's nothing for class I don't really buy clothes like, I haven't bought myself anything in ages and like, I don't really I've, I've not been to the hair I really need to get the hairdressers I need a new <laughs> pair of glasses and mm-hmm. something you're like right you're you're right you're surviving you're putting food on the table and you're keeping your overhead that's fine but you're what you sh- if I was putting in what you should have for a, for a family of because even if it's not a family see even if you're a 29 year old guy or, or lassie or whatever you're in that kind of age range where your pals are getting married or you're maybe getting married mm-hmm. or whatever you are one invitation to a stag do away if falling off if somebody says oh Sean right we're all going to Ibiza for a, for a week for so and so's wedding A you're going to the wedding full day guest mm-hmm. so what's that a couple hundred quid for yeah. whatever you're buying and you're plus you're going to Ibiza whatever that costs and you're like I, I, what are you going to do you know what I mean you're, you're, not, you're either you're not going to turn around to your pal and say guys I can't afford it you're going to afford it. You're going to stick mm-hmm. in a credit card or something. So it's not when you're talking about the unaffordable amount. You know, people will maybe say, "Oh, I'm paying out like three hundred quid, and I'm managing it." But you know, you're just surviving on it just now. So that's what you're having to do is first of all look at build that down. Right, actually, see if you put in these suggested amounts of how much Christmas should cost or how much going out and having a social life costs. You actually probably have about half that money. You know what you're paying your debts four hundred quid. You probably you can probably only afford about two hundred mm-hmm. to that. Um. And then you would look at the solutions to say, right, what can we do? Now, bear in mind, I know you're Mr. Worldwide and this isn't just a Scottish-only podcast, so <laughs> I, I only know about Scottish mm-hmm. Scottish insolvency is different. We've we've got different laws and different solutions here. Better, I think, than well, certainly than, than the rest of the UK. I don't know what other countries. I know, you, I know you've got listeners in Mongolia and things like that. And I don't a, know what they're up to. A Spanish following and things like that, so I don't I don't know. I'm happy to learn and go and live in Madrid and give advice <laughs> there if, if, if MD wants to fill me in, but... Um, but uh, but that that's when we'd look at the solutions to see whether you know you're looking at either um, debt management or looking at insolvency things like trustees or, mm-hmm. or, or bankruptcy or whatever. So I mean uh, that's an interesting point you make about um, haircuts, hobbies, all these kind of things. People still get a right to live. Mm-hmm. I think when people get into debt, they think, "Oh, that's me." Until this is cleared, I don't have any right to yep. to enjoy living. That that's not true. There's a balance that can be struck. Obviously, you've got an obligation to what you, for you know what you need to pay back. Because I'm saying. It's numbers on a the screen, they don't matter, and they, they mean nothing, and there's never actually any cash is handed over. Mm-hmm. It's essentially money that doesn't exist. There's something like, uh, my figures will be way off, right? But say there's something like $6 trillion in physical existence, but there's about $40 trillion just floating about floating in ether. About numbers, so yeah. You're just fucking making it up. So mm-hmm. it's like, don't f- don't feel too bad about it. It doesn't even, Some guys literally went, nah, here you go, there's some numbers on your account. But obviously if you're, playing that game if you're participating in the system you've got an obligation to pay it back mm-hmm. however it doesn't mean that your life has to be total misery there are steps that can be taken so i mean first of all i suppose this is probably the point to interject and say if you're listening and if if, if this is you if, if you're, you're you're struggling with debt or you don't know how you're going to manage it or get rid of it or you're paying too much or you're absolutely stressed that you're not and you can't sleep because you're constantly getting emails and texts and it's inescapable especially when you've got your phone let's just say it was 20 years ago you get your letter through yeah right i'll just i'll just put that under the the yellow pages or the argos catalog <laughs> but now everything's on your phone and your email and it's constantly <clears throat> pinging at you yep um so there's debt 
it's debt management things are available. Let's talk about trust deeds. Okay. Um, is that more like a more legal solution? Define a trust deed for me, if you don't mind. Um, yeah, I mean, I'll need to be kind of quite broad just for... Um, because it depends on, on the individual circumstance. Like mm-hmm. But essentially, <clears throat> trust... So th- there's essentially three different options, really, in Scotland. I mean, what, there's, there's, I mean, there's four. One would, one would be just restructure your budget and mm-hmm. there might be a saving to me, which is... As a, as a as a slight aside here, that that used to be the again about ten years ago. That used to be the thing was the first thing you would do with somebody's budget is try and try and fix it for them. Oh, it's like you sit down and somebody's like, right, I've got two grand a month coming in. I've got five hundred on the mortgage, three hundred on food. I've got eight hundred pound in gold carton. I can't yeah. I can't understand where I'm going That's to make it, a yeah, saving. It would be somebody with a five hundred pound <laughs> golf membership, and you'd have to have to have that conversation. So that that, but that I mean, you'd never get that now. Nobody's ever got excess where you can point and say, mm-hmm. "There's your money." That's where, that's where you're losing the money. So technically, that's technically restructure your budget. But really, I'd be very surprised if anybody can eat that. So so there's there's either um, so there's there's either debt a debt payment program under the debt arrangement scheme, which is essentially debt management, repaying your debts back, <clears throat> a trustee or um, Sequestration, which is the Scottish term for bankruptcy. So mm-hmm. a, a trustee is, is sort of in, in the middle. It's it's where your bankruptcy is where you're essentially saying I I have I don't have sufficient income or assets that I can I don't have income that I can pay towards my debts and I don't have sufficient assets I can sell to pay my debts. Therefore, I, I am I'm bankrupt. Mm-hmm. And if you can find any money in my account, then good luck to you. Whereas a trustee is where you're approaching your creditors and saying. I do have a disposable income. I don't have tangible assets to sell. I don't have enough money to pay my debts in full, but I do have a, 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 a surplus income of, of sorts that I can offer to you. Do you guys accept this? Mm-hmm. Yes or no? Um, and the creditors, whether if you're uh, at least if you're offering a reasonable sort of dividend and the pence in the pound back, then they, they'll um, typically say yes or, or depending on, on the creditor. So it's a way around. The, the, the purpose for it really is that um, under, under bankruptcy, there's certain... Um, certain limitations that you have like you can't hold any public office you can't be a, a an mp msp you can't uh, be a justice of the peace you can't be a director for your limited company so trustees as far as i know and i'm happy to be corrected on this an ip that i used to work for had told me this years ago that, that trustees were essentially set up as just a route for for that anyone who was a director of limited company um it was just an option for them to be able to say mm-hmm. i can't go bankrupt but i can at least offer something with the trustee there's a, there's a certain amount of the debt is just written off basically no not but it's not as it's not it's not a, it really just depends on how much you're paying right so, okay. so, so you see companies that advertise to say you can write off 85% you can write off 90% it really just depends there'll mm-hmm. be an asterisk and there'll be hundreds of T's and C's that say actually you might it, it might be that you don't write anything off mm-hmm. so it's, it's kind of hard to so but to break it down essentially what will happen is if you if you were taken out a trusted that's a solution to an unmanageable debt in which you would sit down with, with you for example you mm-hmm. would someone would go through right here's my income here's my expenditure here's what's left over yeah and then you would then on their behalf get in touch with the creditors because I think that's one big thing people Having to deal, it's a horrible thing to deal with, isn't it? It's, oh, it is. it's, it's yeah. like hanging over you. It's essentially that stress is taken away from you. Your your um, insolvency practitioner will contact your um, contact your creditors and say, "Look, here's what we're offering." It's kind of take it or leave it. More more, more, more often than not, more, more or less. I just I mean, more often than not, they'll take it, and then you kind of you're just paying what you can afford, whether it's £40 a month or £100 a month, uh, and it completely just, it takes so much pressure away for you. If you're looking at something like a debt, so, so the debt arrangement scheme, or the debt payment programme under the debt arrangement scheme, if, if you're looking at that, if you're saying like your debts are 50000 and you've got however many, I don't have my calculator, so, so forgive me, but let, you know, let's say we're looking at your budget and it comes to an amount, and I look at it and say, see, pay back that fifty grand of debt, it's going to take you about 12 years. Mm. 
you can almost kind of rub that out. It's a, not really a, a, a tangible solution. You know, if you can pay that, if you, if we could re if you can restructure it and you pay it back in a reasonable time, then probably do that because it's got less impact on mm -hmm. you than, you know, than, than anything else. But, but yeah, it's really just a case of being able to go to the creditors and they have to say, listen, I've sat down as an expert and looked at these options and this is the best option for, mm -hmm. not just, the, not just for the, because you are, uh, and solvency practitioners are, are there to act on behalf of both the creditor and the 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 the, the, um, the debtor, essentially, to, to make mm -hmm. sure that there isn't, you know, to say this is the best option for all parties. Right, we're not trying to get one over on you. Yeah, we're not hiding anything. There's nothing. There's nothing going on here. But I mean, the, the, what it all kind of comes down to is that the, whatever whatever's best for somebody. It really just depends on the circumstances. And see, the biggest thing with debt advice, it's it's. It's one of the only things now where everything is, is, is kind of remotely now. You don't really need to speak to anybody for anything anymore, mm -hmm. apart from getting a haircut. Is the only <laughs> thing you really need to do in person. You know what I mean? It's like, and and, and it is, and I'm as bad for it. You know, I'll, I'll maybe walk past the Aldi to go to the Sainsbury's in, in the town because it's a self-serve checkout. I know the Aldi guy doesn't want to talk to you. He just flings your shopping through, doesn't even look at you. It goes so fast. But there's a part of you, see if you're just hung over, you haven't had a shave and you're just like, I don't want to speak to MD. I just, I'll, I'd, I'd pay the extra couple of quid that seems going to cost me just because I can go to self-serve checkout right. and just wear my mask on and hide. So there's a lot of that and there's a lot of um, people that are online searching for things because they want to get an answer, Googling how do I get out of debt, right? Mm -hmm. There is no, you're not going to get a, a, an answer that's, specific for you online you need to speak to somebody because everybody's circumstances are so even like the whatsapp group we're in what there's about nine of us on that or something yeah. see see if you look broadly at that there's well we're all sort of age range about 10 years apart something like that mm -hmm. all white christian heterosexual males brought up around about the same time in scotland you would think they're all the same but but all of our upbringings were completely different, you yeah, know, from, uh, from you know, uh, either raised by your mum or raised by your grand and granddad or raised, you know, your mm -hmm. mum and dad separated or I was raised by my stepdad and all that kind of stuff. So when you're speaking to somebody, it's not just a case of saying, I earned this, my debts are that, and I say, this is your option. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, what, what age are you? Where, where are you in life? You know, what, what are you doing? In it? There's no point in saying, well, you, oh, you could go bankrupt for four years if you're expecting to get a couple of more. You're studying to go into some... Let's say you're studying finance and you're about to just start a new position next year. That's mm. probably going to hamper you. So let's not look at that. Mm -hmm. That's maybe a short-term option, or um, or I'm I'm struggling just now. Why I'm on maternity leave? Well, there's no point going bankrupt if you're going to go back to work in a couple of months' mm -hmm. time. You know, why don't we just wait to see what's there? And and you can't put these things into drop-down boxes. You've been mm -hmm. there all day for Aye. every single thing of saying, even just like to say, listen, no, I, I live with, I live with my wife and my kid, right? Okay, is that it? Well, I I've also got a kid from a previous marriage, and he stays with me every second weekend, and I pay child maintenance for him. Mm -hmm. and also, uh, I've I've got a car and finance. It's actually my dad's, and it's it's all very bespoke. It's it's one of the only things where you need to you you can't just Google. If you went to a website that's that's for a company that's that's moving trustees. And you put in your details, it's always going to come up saying you qualify for a trustee. Mm -hmm. It's never going to, because obviously it is, that's their job, is to make sure that you, you get that. Whereas you need to really speak to to somebody that can that can take all of these things. We, we actually, I used to work for um, Step Change Debt Charity years ago, and it was one of the things that came in about six years ago, something like that. They'd said, You need to ask people, What are your aspirations? That was the question, What are your aspirations? <laughs> What kind of questions I imagine being asked that just in the just uh, Sean what's your aspirations I don't know, you know what I mean? um, <laughs> to make but, it through this fucking year but that's it yeah exactly <laughs> I had to get a vaccine or something like that but and, and we kind of scoffed at it but it does make sense because you, you need to ask you need to you need to ask those questions as to where people are to say right you're in debt just now but where are things going 
and then I can then we know what you're looking at. You know, if if a, if a ten year plan actually works mm-hmm. for you or not. So, sorry, I kind of rambled on a wee bit, but no, but, it's, it's it's all very but, relevant. But the, but the point that's the point I need to make is that see see when I'm on the phone to somebody, probably the first twenty even thirty minutes of it is almost like a it's almost like one of your interviews. It's it's getting the full. It's nothing to do with forget that you parked the debt. Mm-hmm. Almost, how did we get here? Where are you? And they'll tell you, listen, I was going fine until, you know, me and my partner separated and I had to find my own place and then there was a big horrible fallout and blah, 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 blah. And you'll mm-hmm. get the big story of whether they were the gambling addiction they had, whether they're over it or... Um, and, and it's letting all that out because because up till then they've just been lying in bed, maybe beside a partner that they've not, they don't want to tell. They're mm-hmm. like, I, can, I can't... Or they'll say that, oh, listen, I can't let my man know because he doesn't believe in debt. He's probably up to his eyeballs in it as well. You know, maybe don't know that or... It's like I, saying I don't believe in oxygen. It's just a kind of it, thing it, that... Exactly. I can tell you it's there. I listen. I've no just. I I've been doing it long enough. I've just been. Um, but I know that I'm suggesting people listen. It might be that you can't approach your partner. I'm no suggesting you do that. And then something happens. Uh, you know. It's. Um, I'm quite. I'm keen to. Again, we can't go into details or, or anything that would identify anybody. But I'm keen to sort of get an an idea of how it makes people feel as well. Like, I mean, I remember. I'm very fortunate that it's been a long time. But I remember even going to get like the feeling of not having money. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you're like, oh, I've got, to, even if it's a phone bill, you're like, oh, fuck, I've got to pay this phone bill and I don't have any coming in. Like, you're saying about going to self service machines as well. Like, going to a self service machine and being like trying to get a meal deal and be like, oh, fuck, please don't, please don't get knocked back. And by mm-hmm. the way, see on that, right, those self service machines are barely audible. It's like, um, please select payment type. I know what you're going to say. It's like, yeah, swipe your card. But then all of a sudden, once your card's not back, yep. this, this bitch suddenly finds her fucking voice. Yep. Do you know what I mean? Like, payment not accepted. You're yep. like, why fucking shut the fuck yeah, up? Yep. I, like, yeah. I've got cash. I've got another card here. But it does that. It does that even if, um, because you've maybe went over your limit for contactless. Mm-hmm. You know, there's like a aye. limit on, you can, whatever it is. I know it's went up because of COVID, but before it was like 30 quid. There's, aye, there's that feeling of pure shit. You're pure turning around and offering people, do you want to see my online bank? And I swear I've aye. got money. Yeah. Like, it just happens to get knocked back. And, and, I, I just it's that feeling times a million but all the time of uh-huh. of like having or oh, having to justify yourself yeah or, yeah uh, aye that's it it's, it's, it, you want to you want to caveat it by saying oh well see i mean like, you know that feeling of you don't really get it anymore because folk aren't using cash anymore but it used to be when back in the old days when you could go to the pub and things like that even then you don't take cash to the pub anymore but when you'd go to the cash machine it would pop up and say do you want to see your balance <laughs> oh no, no 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 please don't show me it like, not even if there's nobody behind you you just uh, like, I do not want to look nah. at that I do not want to see how little money because you're just used to working backwards minus 1700 alright I've got 300 quid because I've got uh, two grand overdraft you're just uh, used to working backwards yeah, I don't don't tell me um, I've been there <laughs> like covering up the screen and like yeah. sort of looking through one eye or screwing uh, up your face yeah I, I remember being like 18, 19 as well. And try, like I would just like, was so reluctant to actually look that like, look at my balance. I would just try and take a tenner. And if it came out, I'd be like, thank you. I'm like, sure, just so happy. Yeah, I'm sure out. Jerry Seinfeld talks about the here comes the money noise. You press <laughs> it and just wait. And it, oh, ah, I, here we I, go. Pure relief. That's and then it. when it just goes, do do yeah, do It's a garbage. It's like, oh, shit. Um, so I, to, to just kind of outline again, a trusted. Um, a, a, a debt arrangement scheme and sequestration which is bankruptcy these are things that are available to you but very um, importantly pointed out that um, it's it's specific to everybody so I suppose 
it really highlights the benefit. First of all, I mean, the benefit from a financial perspective of explaining your situation, where you are in life, and, and realising that there are actually options available to you that will make your life easier. But also speaking about it, it will must it must do wonders. I mean, what mm-hmm. kind of changes do you see in people? It's, it's always the first thing people say. I'll drop them an email usually after the call, just say, listen, I hope you're... Listen, it's good speaking to you today. I hope you're feeling a bit better. And then there's maybe whatever I've asked them to do, if I need to mm-hmm. see bank statements or WeChips or something like that, I'll say, here's it. And they generally always reply, say, listen, I feel so much better. It's great. You know, I'm just glad I get that off my mm-hmm. chest. Sometimes, sometimes they go away for about a month because... Just letting that go. It's almost like when you, like if you write a to-do list in the morning, if you write a to-do list, you kind of feel like, right, that's me done something, then you go away and mess about for a couple of years. So it's Aye. like that. It's like, the, right, I've done, the, I've done the hard bit. Yeah. You need to kind of keep going. But it is, because it, and, and it'll come out at 100 miles an hour. Let's like say they've rehearsed it, probably. And it is difficult. I get that. Listen, that, as much as my job is speaking to people, I'm not, I, I hate it. Like every year when you're doing your car, you need to phone up your car insurance company to say I'm leaving to go through the whole rigmarole and mm-hmm. them saying no don't leave I've got a quote for somebody else and you go and it's all just a pantomime so they say mm. oh we'll undercut and blah, blah, blah. I hate that even though it's every year and I know that we all know it's like Sky every year mm-hmm. I've got that with EE just now everybody knows if you've ever worked in customer service you know how it works you know it's on the other end of the phone you know, yep. it's not safe. and that was in, in uh, I, again and I appreciate we're all over the place I'm sorry that's the way I, I'm the same as you There's probably no No rhyme or reason to this But somebody had said on uh, When you tweeted out The other day Somebody had mentioned about Making a point That creditors aren't Necessarily bad guys And that, that is a good point mm-hmm. Is that See if you've ever And I think it was When you had them um, Oh god Is it Adam Miller Old Farm Facts Yeah I don't know and he was talking about um, having worked in a contact centre and that's successful. I, I think everybody should, at some point should work in a contact centre. I think I think everybody should have to do at least two years of cut, some sort of customer service role. That that should be like, instead of joining, instead <laughs> yeah, of yeah, the army, national service. that's your national service. I don't care what you are, if you've got a football scholarship, you need to do two years working in a pre-mark till or working in a, you know, call centre for, for a bank or something like that. But see if you, there's a lot of that where it's like, I, I, I don't want to speak to, to the creditors. And I don't want to, there is a duty of care there. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, they need to, you know, they're, they're not they're not necessarily the bad guys. They they don't know the difference between people that can't pay and people that won't pay. Mm-hmm. They just need to know whether what there has you to are. be some sort of contact. Obviously, they need to cover their own credit control. Otherwise, it's just giving away money for nothing. They can't mm-hmm. just say, ah, well, Sean didn't pay this month, but oh, he's probably got a good reason, so we'll just leave him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, unless you phone up and say, listen, I'm, you know, I've been let go from my job. You gave me, you lent me that credit card on the assumption I was earning X amount a year. Mm-hmm. I'm no longer doing that. Therefore, I can't maintain my payments mm-hmm. generally they're accepting of that okay yeah you might get somebody's get a bit of an attitude on the phone but that's just a that's just them having a bad day at the end of the day they've, they've got to, to take that into consideration so so yeah it's not the debt isn't necessarily bad lens up payday loan companies were quite bad but you know it's not i just wanted to touch that point just because i remember no it's it. a good point and now, now i can't remember what, what the original thing you'd ask me, me neither <laughs> but one thing i did want to ask you about was um the types of debt. The, uh, first of all, I wanted to say um, about the relief of pressure. I think <clears throat> if you've got debt, the, the thought of debt constantly swirling about in your head, it must feel like you're in the stocks and there's a guillotine above you that could drop at any moment. Mm-hmm. And it's just that pure part of that 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 fear or feeling like the Grim Reapers are always just standing in the corner of the room and mm-hmm. you're the only person that can see them. And once you just, I think once you take steps and once there's a communication, but once you're working or you, you deal with any company that's, that obviously any company exists to make money, but they also do have your best interest yeah, at heart, yeah. um, then it will relieve a lot of things. What I wanted to ask was, <clears throat> what are the other common themes? For example, I remember seeing a girl on, on, that was on Twitter as well, 
who had racked up debt through like Clarna and Clearpay, mm. um, and I can't remember what the others are, um, through through buying clothes, um, payday loans. Excuse me, I need to cough. <clears throat> payday loans are another one. Are these things that you frequently come up with? Because I think people might also look at that and go, "Oh no, that's that's a that's a ready." Mm-hmm. You know, that was self-inflicted because yeah. I bought clothes, or that was self-inflicted because I took money to go to Ibiza. And you know the, these companies are all getting shut down, are they not? As well, the the payday loan payday companies. Lo- payday loans have mostly got. I mean, they're still high interest, short term lenders out there. Mm. Um, so they still exist. But a lot of your kind of your classic payday lenders, kind of that di- that that hit a yeah. There there was a point where that that skyrocketed. And and I and, and I'll caveat this by saying, you know, I've 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 had payday loan debts. You know, I've, I've you know, I think we all have. Yeah, I've been up to my eyeballs in it. So, I, so I'm not. This isn't from a judgment point. But I, mm. I, when I'm speaking to people, it's because I've been there. I mean, I've I've opened yeah. the doors to sheriff officers before. Um, not for PD loans. That was a, that was something else. But for um, that thing at the swing park. That was. Yeah, <laughs> that was exactly. Don't want to talk about it. No, I'm not allowed to until until I'm cleared. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I get and and PD loans are quite easy. They were quite easy. I mean, again, they've kind of died off a wee bit. But but the, the kind of thought at the time was. Um, you know, let's say let's say it was a week before payday, and it was a wedding, or even just a night out, because mm-hmm. I was late in my late twenties or something like that. So I was probably just going out, mm-hmm. and, and I didn't have a hundred quid, and and it was like, I was, I was, so staying, easy. My, I was staying with my mum and dad, and it was like, I could ask my dad for a hundred quid, but then I'm just going to get a big lecture for yeah. Tommy for God's sake. You're like, why? You're working. You're you're, you're working full time. Why are you still living with us for a start? <laughs> and you're asking me for a hundred quid just to do it to go to the pub eye, and then you would go onto this payday lender and it would say, "We'll give you a hundred quid to know." And then just next week when you get paid, give you a hundred thirty. You'd be like, "Well, thirty quid just to know get the hassle of my dad." It's uh, a no-brainer. Bargain. But you're starting next month hundred and thirty down. You already couldn't make it the last payday. Yeah. Your last pay you didn't. You were a hundred pounds short. You couldn't make it to. You were you were a week away for payday. So now you're starting the hundred and thirty down. So you're technically two hundred and thirty, if that makes sense, because mm-hmm. your lifestyle suggests you were already a hundred down. So 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 then, Wonga. I'll say what I I, I never used to name Wonga because I always felt not bad for them, but they were always a shorthand. People would say Wonga when they meant payday loan, mm-hmm. but they're dead now, so it doesn't matter. Um, so Wonga would say to you, roll it over. You don't need pays that hundred and thirty. See if you just roll it over, it just pays one hundred and forty-five next month. You go, oh, it's only fifteen quid now, and I'm no. saying, but it's still just, it's still just there, and mm-hmm. top up loan and stuff like that. So we'd get there. So, so they, they've kind of died off. They were, they were horrible, um, and that, and that kind of came in again off the, off the kind of credit crunch. They, they, the reason they existed was because when the credit crunch happened and responsible lending came in, it was harder to get. You weren't getting credit cards flung at you anymore mm-hmm. on loans, and there was a lot of the kind of welfare reforms where like crisis loans and um, I think it was like community. What was it community care funds that I can't really remember um, kind of all get cut mm-hmm. so people didn't have that access if the boiler broke down they, they didn't have access to short term cash and PD lenders mm-hmm. were popped so they, so they just they just filled a a void really there was a, there was a need for them um, so that's that's what that's how they sort of became popular um, but yeah the the, the catalogues and stuff like that is always a, a big problem um, the buy now pay later and things like that mm-hmm. and it is people just go daft with it you know, I see like we want money for a night out for, there's two parts so we'll look at it from just a life enjoyment perspective if you've used like this buy now pay later thing to get some clothes uh, and it's kind of run a bit ragged that it's gone a wee bit far or you've taken money because you were wanting to go on a night out I actually I don't think anybody should beat themselves up for that because oh, no. life in general is a bit of a slog. It can be a bit of a slog. In these last 10 years, 
I think maybe we don't realise because they're incremental changes or incremental erosions of life's living standards or uh, general quality of life. And it's like, you're looking for a wee escape or a wee pick up or a wee thing. Mm-hmm. Do you know what? Don't beat yourself up for it too much. There'll be people that say to me and they're like, listen, I know it's my own fault, right? But uh, A, I don't care. And B, look, whatever. You've just spent, unless unless you've done something daft, unless you've given it all to some, you know, Nigerian prince or something like that, then that's kind of, come on. That's Aye. a bit daft. Or but, you funnel it into like terrorism funds if you, or something like that. If you, were, if you were fixing tiles on your roof and you stood in the top rung of the ladder and you fell off and broke your leg, you wouldn't go into A&E and say, listen, guys, or you wouldn't just phone and say, oh, I'm not coming in because it's my own fault I broke my leg. You'd go in and get it fixed. All right, you shouldn't stand in the top rung of your ladder. But you didn't take the tiles off your roof, all right? You fell off and you broke your leg. So if you're mm. coming to me and you're saying, listen, I've got this debt and I'm, I'm struggling with it, I bet it's my own fault, so I, you probably can't help me. It's like, it, it doesn't matter. I don't really care. I don't need an itinerary of what mm. you spent it on. You know I mean, I, I don't... Even, like, some people get embarrassed when I say to them, right, okay, I can, we can do that. Let's let's do a plan. I'm, I'm going to contact the creditors. We're going to get a debt payment programme in place. I'm going to pay off your debts. I need to just verify that you can afford this. So can you send me three months' bank statements? Oh, I don't, I, oh, I don't want to send you my bank statements because... Um, you'll see that I go to Just Eat, like, you know, I've, I've ordered for Just Eat every second day or something. I don't so care. Fuck, I do not care. Like, if, if you're depressed about money and all that, then, you know, and even if you've got kids, it's a, it's a nightmare to fight, feed them. So just order a takeaway. I don't care. It's not like I'm mm. going to say, you told me you're in debt and you ordered two you Indian. had a, you had you spent yeah. seven pound on a bit of you, food to enjoy a, a, yeah. have a wee bit of a glimpse of fucking you enjoyment had, in your life you had a temerity the the you've got a season ticket <laughs> you know but it's, listen that's still only that's the striking the balance you still have a right to enjoy your life of course don't just go and be blown everything um while you know after you know after this point don't right. continue doing this but, but like don't but then, but then quite often you know when, when you restructure the budget for people and you say to them listen this is this is what you're you were paying this to your debt so let's say you're paying 500 pound your debt and we'll get it down to 200 you're 300 pound better off that people are that's mm-hmm. what you need to be when i'm saying you need to be in a position where this is what you should have been paying or you should have been paying nothing but this mm-hmm. is what you should have been enjoying you know if you've got promotions and you're earning a good wage you should be able to enjoy it okay i know there's a, an obligation to pay the debts, but if you can't manage those debts you need to be able to enjoy life, so just restructure it for the sake of you know. People can obsess over their credit file, and and, and your credit rating is important for FCA reasons. I suppose I've kind of got to say that, that mm-hmm. any of these things. But generally, people all the, the reluctance people have for dealing with their debts is because they think I don't want to affect my credit rating. I don't want to affect my credit rating. My credit score is nine nine five or something like that. Right? Mm-hmm. Great, right? Your lendability is probably zero. If you went, check if, me. if you tried, to, <laughs> if you, um, but generally. The, Generally, it's because they're thinking, I'm saving up for a house. I want to get, I want to own a house. I don't want to do anything just now. Um, if I say to you, I could, I could make this debt go away in four years. They say, mm-hmm. I don't want to because I'm I'm going to buy a house one day and I don't want to affect my credit. So, right, okay, have you got a deposit? No, I've got nothing. That doesn't matter then. If you turn up to a mortgage advisor and say, uh, I want to buy a house, can I get a mortgage? They say, what's your, what have you got as a deposit? Well, I don't have anything as a deposit. But my credit score is 995. It's mm-hmm. going to shrug his shoulders. He doesn't care. That's probably Nine. a question I should ask right now. Um People probably think they've done irreparable damage to their ability to to obtain credit or obtain a mortgage. That's just not really the case, is it? It's 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 down to lendability. It's down to your situation at the time. Okay, so your your lendability is really just what your income is minus your essential expenditure minus mm-hmm. your debts. So uh, that's that's what they're putting. In. Whenever you complete a credit check, that's what they'll ask you: what's your rent, what's your income, and then they already know what your debts are. So they'll they'll come up and say to you, like you you know, and it, and you might have a 
generally if you go to i think Experian uh money saving experts free one um certainly will, will tell you your your score and then also tell you your lendability score and quite often you'll find your lendability score is very poor you'll find that people that because you've never missed a payment with your debt your score is quite high but mm-hmm. there's no way anybody would give you any more because they'd say listen you're you know you're earning 20 grand a year but you've got 15 grand of debt so you're we're not mm-hmm. we can't give you any more um you don't get consolidation loans and stuff like that anymore generally you, you, you don't um to, to kind of restructure it so yeah your best just to not take the hit i'm i'm, I'm the, the problem is that there's, there's certain things i can and can't say um kind of between the lines and also just i don't i give the wrong i'm not saying tank your credit rating but mm-hmm. what i'm saying is if that's the only thing that's holding you back no um, i mean i just want kind of wanted to point out that it's once you've done a wee bit of damage it's that's no you forever they're no, not no, going to go not they're not going to say listen six years ago you made an arsonist no, no, no such thing as a blacklist or anything like that you'll mm-hmm. always get, you might not get the most competitive rates if you've defaulted on things mm-hmm. um but but uh, buying a house uh, and buying a car is always the other thing and for some reason phones people can obsess over thinking well i won't be able to get a new phone I don't know why I've never I've never known anybody but, but certainly cars car salesmen make their money off of the finance mm-hmm. there's um, no money in the metal is what I heard from from a, a guy calling the claimants on, on, on Twitter had said uh, told me that, that they don't make the money off the selling the car anymore they make the money off of the commission of the finance mm-hmm. that guy's not going to let you walk off you know if you said to him well actually I'm struggling with day he's going to stick his fingers and he's run away he doesn't want to hear that he just mm-hmm. wants you to get off that car lot with his motor you know yeah. so you're not going to struggle you, you, you'll still survive you're not you're not going to be blacklisted um, to do that but there's no point in again a common trope um, with 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 people I speak to is, is they say to me I should have done this a year ago I should have phoned mm. you a year ago I've lost a year by just burying my head in the sand and just yeah. trying to tick on you know and credit cards are the worst because they're not making any headway with it at least a loan okay it might be a struggle but at least a loan you can say this finishes in two years so I can I can kind of tighten the belt for them if you're mm. looking at your saying right you know what the wee one's going to be in primary something by then and I'll be better off then that's understood but see if you've got a credit card likelihood is you've probably just been dragging that credit card around for ages and you can't even remember anything you can't remember what you've spent the money on in the first place you know what I mean it's just it's just always been at three grand for years and you've been paying 50 quid to it or something and you think I, I, I'm, I'm never getting the end of this I'm never going to get this mm-hmm. down you know um, so, I mean for people who are listening to this and are thinking you know this is me you know I, I have been kind of going down this road and not dealing with things I'm feeling this stress what steps then can they take if they wanted to even get in touch with you or the company where you're working if they let's say if they like the sound of what you're talking about it's a very personalised um, and, and sort of person specific or, or client specific um, service I suppose yeah. and it's um, you're not just treated like a number so how how would they go about just, getting in touch? I, just just get either give me a phone, send me a, a direct message on Twitter, or, or come through our website and just just send me a, send me their details and I'll phone them. Because what's the website name for them to get in touch? Oh, so the web the website and the links are as always they're in the episode notes. But if you also want to take a note of it, what would that be? So it's don't fret about debts dot net. Mm-hmm. So don't fret about debt. Don't fret about debt. It's funny that it's a it's a brand we've had for a while, um, and and we kind of it's almost like. You, you kind of I think you say it that, that many times you forget it it's just become we just oh we've got a don't fret meeting or what we're doing with the don't fret stuff This, but don't fret about debt as a, a as a brand is fair enough but but actually just as a motto that, that's the thing that's the key element to take away is, is don't be panicking about it mm-hmm. it is just numbers on the screen at the end of the day see as long as you can pay your mortgage pay your rent or whatever and put food on the table that's your main concern see the debt that can be dealt with mm-hmm. one way or another prioritise um, yourself don't be cutting mm-hmm. yourself like don't be cutting yourself short. No, each month it's, there's really there is have no a need. better standard of living. Have and and there's a lot of things, um, a lot of stuff that's out there. And I know when you tweeted, and it is right. 
when you see people saying there's government back, but government back schemes can sort this out, mm-hmm. which is true, and and that it's legal in the Scottish government, you know, ratified it essentially. However, a lot of people maybe see. <clears throat> well, actually, you get two reactions online. See if you ever put something to say government back scheme. You'll either get people replying thinking that what that means is the SNP are paying off people's debts and you get angry faces saying, oh, they should be focusing on this, what they're doing, paying people's debts. That's not what it is. It's not people paying no, debts. Like people missing the point on a social media site. Believe doesn't. it or not, yeah. But the other thing people see uh, quite common is they'll hear government back schemed and they think means tested. So, so quite often when I speak to somebody, they'll say, I don't think you can help me because I work full time. Mm-hmm. You know, I've got a good job, so I'd, I probably won't qualify for these things. And that's not a qualification. It's not a. It's not to say it's not like universal credit government. But it, it's yeah. just it's not that. It's not a scheme that says this is for people who are, who have a debt of this. Or this is it's, it, Bas- basically the bottom line is if you are paying more than you can afford to forego each month, then this is for you. Uh, for, for, if you ever see in this, it says government back scheme, well, certainly from from, from a debt, Scottish debt point of view, generally j- just read it as this is a legal, you know, this is this is a, le- a legal uh, Aye, solution. There's no any sort of, do- there's no any dodgy dealings. This isn't, no, no, this isn't. So that, but that, but that's sometimes I think people, people will say, I, sh- I shouldn't, you know, you, I don't think I don't think I qualify for this. I don't think I, you know, that you can help mm-hmm. me. Of course, I can. In terms of qualification, we're obviously looking at things like payday loans, people racking up debt through buy now pay later schemes for clothes, um, various other things. Sort of the low end of the scale. People might think, oh no, this is the end of the world, and this, I owe this money, and I'm a, I'm a terrible person for not paying it back or whatever. Let's look at the other end of the scale. So, with with debt in general, consumer debt, the the general assumption or the, the biggest association is that it's a, a working class thing that it's a thing of the poor people it's you know it's the riffraff mm-hmm. um that have that but it's not really the case is it i mean you deal with people sort of higher up the so-called social mm-hmm. hierarchy yeah, yeah i mean the, the the full the full spectrum i mean there's there's you know uh, you know I've, I've dealt with you know doctors and, and dentists I've, I've dealt with people who have you know, peerages, actual titles, not just, you know, not, not just, um, they, they own, they own property, they're, 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 you know, layers of estates and things like mm-hmm. that. So it's, this isn't, it's not just, ah, it's, it's wee genie that's working in the supermarket and she's just, ah, it's, it's, it's almost like, um, the, the, the thinking behind it maybe, or it, it's, it's as bad as like the kind of stigma on, on benefits. It's that kind of, uh, you know, if, uh, or even the free school meals, the Marcus Rashford thing just now. Ah, oh, well, you mm-hmm. shouldn't have had kids if you couldn't afford it. Does that kind of well? You shouldn't. Uh, what have you got the debt for if you can can you pay it out? But um, like I said before, if you're if you're high end, if you're a director of a limited company and your limited company goes to the wall, particularly now if you're in the catering industry or whatever it is, your pub has shut down. You might be a successful mm-hmm. pub landlord. If it's shut down because of COVID, then you, you know you're against the wall. It. So that's it. That what I was going to say was there are so many things that are out with people's control. Even in these figures that I've got are outdated so you can be you can be sure that they're worse so the relationship between wages and property prices um official figures as of 2016 showed that the average price paid for a home between 97 and 2016 jumped 259 percent but wages rose by about 68 percent now that's 68 percent i can guarantee is wildly inflated that's probably a city of london price a city of london figures we're dealing with but even at that so what i was going to say was we're participating in a system all right we're participating in it but it's rigged it's it's not rigged in your favor Mm. it's rigged against you i mean all you need to do is take a look at the whole thing that's happening with the redditors and wall street just now where they're manipulating stock prices so for anybody that's unaware basically Stock prices are dependent on demand, how often they're being bought and sold and held and whatever. 
and people on social media site Reddit have um, sort of come together and they've just been picking companies um, to to invest in and driving the share price up. And now the Wall Street are calling for regulation. Yep, yep. Like, oh, that's some laugh. So just, I mean, that's obviously that's a very, a very de- um, specific example to the New York Stock Exchange. Um, but it's it's kind of indicative of of things across the board. So if you then find that you're you're in debt because you're trying to make ends meet, or purely don't feel bad about wanting to enjoy things, mm-hmm. there's this thing about poor, with poor people. Oh, well, they've got a phone. So so. Oh, you know oh, the I. whole world is done. Here's an example: you get people bitching about, oh, you're spending your money on a smartphone. Yeah, you can apparently now you can only access um, universal credit through sort of smartphones mm-hmm. and, and the internet. So it's like, what do you want people to do? It's, you can't even expect people to live in the sixties or live in the fifties. These, these things aren't seen as luxuries, you know. Having that's an uh, essential. Uh, have, aye, having a having a TV and having broadband and all that. Especially now, you look at it. I mean, you, you need that for homeschool. If you've got kids, you're going to need that. You, you need a tablet really for them to work. And that's what there's a big drive mm. just now to try and get these old tablets out there. So that's it's quite often we'll get um, if we're doing. Uh, you know, let's say we've done a bankruptcy for somebody and one of their creditors is maybe somebody personal like maybe the, their ex, the older ex-partner money so you've got to put your other ex-partner in as a, as mm. a creditor or something like that then they're the ones that will always grasp them or even if they're not a creditor even if they just know like if you've got a, an ex-girlfriend that knows that Sean's went bankrupt I can guarantee you if I was dealing with your bankruptcy, I can guarantee you if you've got an ex-girlfriend, they'd be sending me photos if you're on holiday. Do you know Sean's in I thought he was supposed to be bankrupt. Here he is on a beach. I don't take his passport off him. <laughs> He'd do what he wants. I mean, Aye. I've given him a budget to live off of. You know, let's say I'm giving you £300 a month to spend on shopping. If you manage to cut that down to 100 quid and put money aside to go away for the weekend to Spain, that's up to you. You know, it's, you've still got to... You have still got to live. There, is, there isn't this, well, how have they got that? It's, it's, the, it's that whole kind of crabs in a bucket thing, isn't it? How mm. have they got that? And I don't. That's no fair. I mean, just be happy that you're surviving. Or wait a minute, I, I've got a car and I work hard and that person, that person's got the same car as me and they don't. Just be, happy, just be happy for them. See that crabs in a bucket theory? I read something recently about it and it really made me think about it in a different way. So the crabs in a bucket theory is the theory that if you put 100 crabs in a bucket and one tries to escape through, they will drag each other down. And it was said that that's not typical behaviour, but because they're being put in a highly stressful situation that they're biologically and through experience just not used to that they're all clambering to get out so much that they will just drag each other down and it's not uh, or they'll try to use the other one for purchase rather than it's, uh, it's not it's not a jealousy thing uh, it's just like everybody's sort of scrambling and if you sort of kind of stop and realize like wait a minute because you hear something saying, i pay this and i've got this then i'm paying that and it's like well yeah, you, you kind of there are solutions available for you as well. We don't have to kind of stop each other. For it, it stigmatizes it to the point where, particularly benefits. Like I'll, I'll speak to clients who um, who have been working all their life, and for whatever reason, like I don't know, like a driver, somebody who's a like, courier or a taxi driver, or whatever. Um, and let's say so, diabetes loses feeling in his legs or something like that, mm. and so he can't drive. Gets told you can't drive until we sort whatever blood flow or something like that. So so they're out of work. And if you're in your kind of mid fifties or whatever, and you've never worked, you don't have any other experience other than driving. It's hard for you to get a, a job mm-hmm. in a contact centre or in a shop because you don't have that experience. So you say to them, listen. Well, this is sorting out. Why don't you just apply for universal credit? Apply for that. You're eligible for that. You're eligible for that. Probably PIP, some sort of DLA or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Oh, I'm not taking that. I'm not, I'm not taking benefits. I'm not one of them. Well, you're 
you've paid tax all your life. You should have paid tax. You've, you've mm. paid into the pot. Aye, the national insurance all that's your what life. That's for. what it's for. You've paid into that pot. So now you're eligible. Nah, I'm not one of the benefit people. Well, you are. I hate to tell you, but you are. That's what it's there for. I mean, it's not. Aye, um, and they just they will refuse. And then there's not really much you can do with that. You just have to say, listen, I have to I have to note this down that you have you have actively refused to to take the money that's owed to you because there's a stigma to that. Mm-hmm. You know, because you've spent your life kind of looking down on the people that are getting it. Um, it's like the same one. You know, when you've got like a single mum who is on universal credit, and it's all that. Do you know that's that delivery drive? That's that. That's the local takeaway. That's twice this week she's had that takeaway or whatever. Mm. Like, again, she's she's feeding all the wings. She's probably subsidising the local and you know the local Indian anyway. So they should be happy. <laughs> the money's going back. It's not like she's sitting on it. No, she's sitting uh, on all yeah. the money. She's she's putting she's spending it in the local shops and she's spending it in, in the takeaway. So that's that's good. Surely mm-hmm. that that's you know the wee guys that are struggling aren't going to be going. Oh, hang on, man! How are you how are you actually paying for this meal? Oh, it's off my universe script. You know what? Just morally, I can't accept that. You're <laughs> going to be like, just give me it. I feed all your wings. Why why bother? If you're sitting there saying, well, I can't get a takeaway. Mm. We've got we've we've got a long way to go um, with with those kind of shifting those kind of attitudes. Um, as we kind of round up to the people, if to the people who can't sleep, mm-hmm. to the people that are struggling. I mean, what would what would your your sort of message to them be? Just is, is speak to somebody. Debt advice is free, so debt advice is always free in Scotland. Um, if you're speaking to improve, I mean, if you're paying for debt advice, something's gone wrong. Mm-hmm. The debt advice is free, so I, I, for the sake of a conversation, uh, see if you're looking at things like if you find yourself googling consolidation loans or guarantor loans, or maybe I'll get my mummy signs a guarantor so I can get it. Just don't speak to somebody else. Or speak to me. Or speak to another debt advisor, mm-hmm. or whatever. Uh, but reach out, have a half hour conversation. Are there any? The imp- what is the the best impartial debt uh, advisory service to use in Scotland? Do you know? <laughs> well, me obviously. Oh, I, I, I mean, <laughs> I, is there like a you know often there'll be like a government thing? Well, there's plenty. I mean, there's you know, Money Advice Scotland, there's Citizens Advice Bureau, there's right. Just to give people that option. There's, there's, plenty, you know, there's plenty out there, but we, there's no... Mm-hmm. People have been listening to you, they've kind of heard where you're coming from mm-hmm. and the op- the the options that you what, can what provide. I'd be, what I'd be wary of, so so we so so we um, we provide all um, solutions to Scotland. What, what I'd be wary of is if you're, if you're um, getting advice is that you're not speaking to somebody who who only offers one specific service because they're mm-hmm. just going to be trying to... Not, not through any fault of their own, really, because I've probably worked with them, so I know I throw them under the bus, but if you work for a trusted company, the likelihood is you're talking to somebody just saying whether they fit in the trusted or not, whereas that might not be the best solution for them. Yeah. The best solution might be a debt arrangement scheme or might actually be bankruptcy. They might not. You might be trying to find £150 in their budget they don't even have. Mm-hmm. It'd be better just going bankrupt and writing the whole lot off. Um, so I would just be wary. Just speak to, to, to... Not that they're not impartial. They're supposed to be. If you're FCA regulated, that's the whole point. You're supposed to take somebody through it and, and make them aware of all their options and, mm-hmm. and it's their decision to make. But I would just be wary that you're not speaking to a company that only sells one, that's trying to kind of funnel you to one, one kind of product um, to do that. But... Yeah, speak to somebody about it because it's better. They'll know your options better, and they can, they, we, us, me, um, can ask those questions to 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 tell you what the pitfalls for you personally would be to go to go into that that kind mm-hmm. of solution. So, um, well, don't forget about debt.net. That is the best website to get yeah. you. I'll, I'll include your Twitter details if anybody wants to sort of privately get in yeah. touch with yeah. you. First of all, just what I would say is that just about debt I don't, I don't know about the best um, either to invest in for your for your uh, to save up for a mortgage, and I don't know whether PCP is better than HP for your Audi or anything like that. So, so it's uh, I'm not Martin Lewis. Um, so, so but if it's debt, if it's a case of saying, listen, I've got debt, I don't know how to do it. And and what I would say is don't don't fear the phone call. It's just it's have a phone call. Speak mm-hmm. to somebody for 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 all it is. It's half an hour of your life. It's it's you've probably spent longer than that sitting stressing out about it at night thinking mm-hmm. about it. 
just just get it out, get it out of the way. You know, Don't suffer it because it one hundred percent. I'm I'm so convinced. There's there's no way for me to. I'm saying one hundred percent that I'm convinced, not one hundred percent that this is fact. That it is related to so many suicides um, and I don't mean to trivialise that or weaponise that in order to, to make this uh, good listening or trying to be hard hitting but I think it's just a fact well, it probably is I mean because I, I, I think it's a fact I don't, I'm not saying it is a fact I, I, it's like, yeah I mean let, let's talk about it because they're, they're probably you know if, if when you're sort of doing a post-mortem for a suicide then potentially you might just look at somebody's bank statements and stuff and say well they had a credit card in the loan but they never missed any payments so it's probably mm -hmm. not that that triggered it but that might have been mm -hmm. you, you don't have to have fallen behind on it too. it might just be that they've just looked in and I don't know the way out See, it's like an inescapable cycle and people mm -hmm. people do do that they probably look and go I'll never get a mortgage I'll never have a house I'll never mm -hmm. advance in life and it kind of circles back to the whole social media thing you see everybody doing all these things getting houses or buying cars going on holidays and you're like I'll never get to that and it becomes, you know, that's what fuels aspirational in life, mm -hmm. that your material wealth will dictate or, or correlates directly to how well you've done or what your value is in the world. And you just think, it's, I can't get out of this. It's an educational thing. I, I know there's a couple of folk had said that on, on your Twitter as well. It said like, that should be taught in schools. And that's something that that, that is. I mean, that is, that's mm. a big thing. Um, it might be taught now, um, but I, certainly when we were at school, it wasn't. No, me um, neither. And there's times where like, my daughter's eight and, and you'll get these, since she's been at nursery, every year the teachers will put a thing out saying, Oh, it'd be fun for the parents to come in and it'd be good to do a wee presentation to the kids and tell you what you what you do for a living. And I always just reject it because what, what am I going to talk to eight year olds about bankruptcy and stuff mm -hmm. like that? What are they going to get out of it? <laughs> but maybe I should, you know, because there's always some dad that's a polis that turns up his hat and lets them turn on the siren and all that. Mm -hmm. How am I going to compete with that? Turn up with a calculator <laughs> and work out with a. It would be, I mean, where, where to even start? I suppose that has to come for the, the education board, the government or schools, but it would be good to teach money well, management and teach. Yeah, well, a guy a guy I used to work with, um, he done it down in Manchester. He started a company, he was going around schools just to do that kind of budget and advice. And he got, um, whether this is apocryphal or not, but he, he told me that, um, or he put it on LinkedIn, whether he told me personally, but he, he'd done a wee presentation to the kids, blah, blah, blah. This is what you do. And he'd done a wee exercise, and this is what debt is, and this is how you. Uh, and he'd been contacted by the school to say, oh, a few of these kids had taken some of the handouts back, and the parents had got in touch to say, is there any chance this guy could maybe do a class for the parents? <laughs> uh -huh. I could probably do with that. So there is definitely an educational thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, I always kind of joke um, when people are panicking about, uh, uh, you know, if, if you're bankrupt or a trustee or a debt scheme, your name is on a, a public record, but it's not in the it's not in the local paper, and I always say that. It's, it's not, not going to be the Edinburgh yeah, Gazette. Well, no, well, that doesn't exist anymore. But, um, doesn't it? No. Um, but that, that is, has that been a rec recently abolished? Um, since you worked in insolvency, certainly. Yes. There's a thing called the Register of Insolvencies Aye. that appears on Anyone can search. You can say, if you're really bold, you can look people mm. up on that. But it's not like if you Googled Sean McDonald, it wouldn't be like, oh, you mean the bankrupt one? Or, you know. <laughs> um, but I always kind of joke to people, I was like, oh, listen, I'm not going to drive you through town on the back of a flatbed with a building in it saying bankrupt, bankrupt. But. <laughs> I'm thinking that this morning. I always say that to people as a kind of wee as a wee joke, but actually, see if see if that did happen. I'm not suggesting they do, right? Obviously, that'd be horrible and that'd mm -hmm. be terrible. But see if it did, it would probably make it more common, you know. To, to I mean, it'd be easier for me to. Well, if I won't say that, I was I was going to say to stand up in my kids' class and say, do you know actually uh, five out of uh, five people in here have got mums and dads that are bankrupt? But I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Do that. Let's, I'm not everybody, let us guess who we I'm think. I'm not suggesting is. anybody. I don't know anybody. In my, I don't know if anyone of my kids. Knows, or, 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 I'm joking, but um, but to, to say that it's more common. You know, just if 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 uh, yeah, if if it, if it was more visible, if people talked about it a bit more, then. That's it, and this what we're trying to do here is just to sort of yeah. open up that conversation. Get, a, pal, a pal of mine got in touch with me and was um like he said, oh, "I've been there." And I said, "Really?" Mm -hmm. 
Because I thought it was, and he is doing brilliantly. He said, I had about 15 grand a day and just racked it up and he went, had a good time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought, well, fair enough. And he's like, aye. And, it, and we have really close pals, very close pals. My, my best pal of mine for well over 11, 12 years now. And I had no idea. No yeah. clue whatsoever. Why would you? Yeah, Aye. exactly. That's it. It's so, it's, it's so common. Yeah, because I, I get it's, every now and again, I'll, I'll tweet something out about it, and I'll get DM saying, "Listen, I've done a detonation scheme a couple of years. The best thing I ever done." You know, but again, Aye. it'll be a DM. Nobody mm-hmm. would reply because why would you reply publicly Aye. to do it? You know. And funnily enough, I've got another account which I closed down that other account, kind of my anonymous cartoon account for just saying saying silly things. But mm-hmm. see, if I tweeted on my Tommy Gallagher Twitter account mm-hmm. about debt. And generally there's no uptake generally people don't interact with that one anyway because it's a real guy with a real picture mm-hmm. you see where I tweet a cartoon picture with made up name saying oh by the way debt advice blah 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 loads of DMs people want to speak to a guy because there's almost a degree of separation it's like ah, well, he's yeah. not real mm-hmm. he's just an anonymous person that I can just sort of tell all tweet all sorts of stuff to me in the DMs mm-hmm. like not not nudes or anything like that <laughs> um uh, but it just saying this is my debt level this is and you, think, you don't even know who I am Aye. You, you've no idea even if I, I'm somebody that you actually know in real life whereas if I put it on as my face I'm just like eh, I, don't, I don't know that's a real mm-hmm. person I don't want to speak to a real Aye, person that, but don't. you need to speak to a real person that's the that's the only thing to take I know I know. obviously they're sponsoring this but I don't want to make it an advert but certainly speak to somebody mm-hmm. just speak to somebody speak well, to somebody that knows what they're talking I, about well, I'm happy to, to sort of make it an advert of sorts because there are I'm stating there are other options available to people they can go but I think speaking to you is a great option which is why don't fret about debt.net um, you know this this episode doesn't exist purely to punt the, the no, company but here, right? Listen, if you're going to speak to somebody you may as well speak to me but, but. exactly um, and I think the it's the personable approach um which is really really important because there are companies that will just be like go out and get loads of trusteds and sell um sell sell the benefits of that but as you're saying it's about finding out somebody's story finding out your circumstances where is your life going mm-hmm. are you looking to get a mortgage are you going to be do you hope to be um registering a private limited company and ha- being the, the sole director of it well in that case bankruptcy is not for you there are multiple different options it's, it's the first thing I always do when I speak so the first thing I always do is write down their, their age the age of their partner the age of their kids because that's the main then you can get an idea where they mm-hmm. are in life it doesn't really matter See, not that it doesn't matter but almost the debt level is kind of academic at that point mm-hmm. you know the, the, deal with that put that to the side forget the debt let's just look at you yeah. first and then we'll plug the debt in later and say right this is your circumstances this is what you should be spending now let's plug the debt back in right now mm-hmm. let's try and fit 20 grand into this situation that doesn't work yeah. so we need to do this because um, then you'll know because especially if you've got a, if you've got a daughter that's 12 or something she's just going to cost you a lot of money in the next four years she's mm. hitting those teenage years that's going to be really awkward you know <laughs> there's potentially a divorce coming or whatever so, <laughs> so that but you know no, I would say that uh, but you know no. that's the reality those kids are just going to cost you more and more money mm-hmm. if you if you just had a win actually those first three years is quite easy because folk buy you stuff that's the best time get rid of all your debt now before you, mm-hmm. you know, before they hit the expensive before they can actually start to ask Santa for a Playstation mm-hmm. Christ, you know, so just before, so before we do round up, is there anything that we've not touched on that you kind of want to get across? You think we've not? We have. Sorry again, f- f- you listen for if this has been haphazard, but it is very much a conversation. Um, where I'm trying to find out things and, and we have been darting around, but I hope we have covered enough. If you have any questions, obviously get in touch with Tommy. But is there anything you can think of? I, think I, I, I don't like you say we're, we're kind of we're jumping around the place. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think there's anything I wanted to to say that we haven't. Um, I think it's I'm been just, a worthwhile conversation. I'm, yeah, it has. I'm trying to think of the replies you got, but I don't think it was. I think it was a couple of people that had specific debt queries. So mm-hmm. just by all means, file them over if it's uh, if it's specific to you. But there's not. There is. There's no kind of broad, broad brush. But um, yeah. 
Yeah, and um, to you listening, obviously, if it is something that that applies to you, if it's something that resonates, don't let it stu- don't let it ruin your life, man. Don't <laughs> don't let it put you in a dark place. It's, it is numbers on a screen, and it can be fixed. It's not that big a deal. You're not the only one. You're not going to be the last. You're certainly not the first. So you can sort it out. Yeah, there was one thing I wanted to, just just to give a, a, a particular shout out to to Shelter Scotland. Shelter Scotland are brilliant. Mm. Um, we use them quite a lot. Um, it, so it doesn't need to be commercial. To see if it's rent arrears and council tax. So they can all be dealt with. But see if you're if you're facing things like you don't even people see Shelter Scotland think they're a homeless charity. They're not. They deal with all sort of housing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, see if you're if you're falling behind by rent and you're you're facing sort of evictions and stuff like that. Then then they're ideal. No, I don't work for Shelter Scotland. I don't know. But but they're. I, I just mm-hmm. wanted to kind of make a make a mention. And so there are so many options available to you. So don't suffer in silence. Don't bury your head in the sand. Do something about it. You'll be glad that you did. Uh, Tommy, thanks very much for coming. Thanks for having me. Thanks to don'tfretaboutdebt.net for the sponsoring the, the episode. And we'll be back again soon with another episode of Blether. We'll see you then. Cheers. Blethered was written, recorded and produced by Sean McDonald in association with The Big Light. Music and post-production by Brian McAlpine. And for more information, go to thebiglight.com. If you like this podcast, please check out all our other series, including Talk Media, You Could Start a Fight in an Empty House, Talking Derry Girls, Brave Your Day, The Tartan Noir Show, Double Scotch, Great Scott, Trust Me I'm a Leader, Unearthed, A Sonic Hug, and Old School. All on the Big Light, Scotland's podcast network. From the Big Light Studio. It seems like as humans we are obsessed with defining ourselves. Identities have quickly become labels and vice versa. But the way I see it, human beings are much more complex, ever-evolving and at times contradictory. My name is Sadia Khan. I'm fascinated by our relationship to our identities and different stories we are creating around them. I explore all of these dynamics on my podcast, Immigrantly. We drop new episodes every Tuesday. We are available wherever you get your podcasts.